What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. I do. <laughs> you know, a window open or something. Saw you yeah. move your hand. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. a window. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the rodeo round table. As you can see, Hannibal and Gary are not here tonight, but that's that's okay because we got Sergio and Zach to sit in, and this is gonna be uh this is gonna be fun. So uh we got Kim's side money plans, of course. We got Sergio. Um who does show me the money club and also writes for the rideshare guy. We got John dash theory as always. And we got Zach drives fast. Of course. I don't think you can say John dash as always. I think you can only say Kim's side money plans as always. I don't know, man. Your attendance is pretty damn good. too. I'm a solid 80%. Don't get me wrong. Just not a hundred. I mean, you're no Hannibal. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're not down in that like super F minus range. Hey, these get degrees right. Well, that means or I'm an A plus then. That would yeah. mean that. Yeah, oh, Kim is an A plus. Kim is like trying to. She never missed an episode. We all know this. Come on, Kim is the what? professor. Yeah. Iron Kim. So before we get started, we got. I, I want to give a triple hatch hat trick shout out for birthdays. We got three birthdays in the community today. Oh, we got um, Nova Dasher. Happy birthday! Oh, I have to text them. Yeah, happy um, birthday. We got uh, Real Talk with Roy. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Roy. Happy and we birthday. got Michelle Sleet from the two DoorDash groups, the two largest DoorDash groups oh. on Facebook, 200,000 active users. Uh, Michelle, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, I thought that was pretty cool that it was all three of theirs. I just found out it was Nova's to add to it earlier. But I guess we'll just jump right in, you guys. So, um there's a lot of articles, a lot. And I talked to Zach, I talked to you a little bit last night, like off the record kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of DoorDash articles about shifting to hourly, which we've already known about anyway. But they're every, if you type in DoorDash in Google right now, that's all that comes up is yeah. in every local paper, everything. I don't know what it is. I'm sure some of it is related to the, uh, um, you know, some of the uh, states regulations and things that are going on but it's crazy to me that every city right now is talking about this and we know things go in waves but i mean how long is has hourly been available in some markets i know it's not everywhere but like I it's been around for a good year i don't have it in my market okay. either it's yeah. i can get you a more solid answer on that in a minute it's it's probably been about six to eight months so this calendar year yes okay so it wasn't so okay it started late last year no uh, give me a second. I'll double check. I, I did a video on it when it first came out. I'll 
I'll pull that. Regardless, up. though, now it's now they really seem to be pushing it. And I guess like I'll I'll go to Sergio first on this one. I know he doesn't do a ton of DoorDash, but we you, him and I kind of feel the way the same way on these just how these companies all seem to operate after a while, especially the larger ones. But um so is this have they finally have they finally figured out the 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 awesome horrible number that they can pay on DoorDash Sergio? Is that is that yeah, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, well look, um let's see. Uh, for for your first question, how come it's all over the news? Because they have an amazing PR department, mm-hmm. and they're a forty billion dollar market cap uh, public company. So journalists are interested, and um, I did like four interviews um, for all the major ones. And yeah, they have the first of all Uber. This is kind of an Uber playbook or Lyft playbook. A lot of these companies test these things, and uh, if it's not beneficial to them, they will not go nationwide with it. Mm. And now it seems like they're going nationwide, except California and New York, obviously, because we have our own Prop 22, and New York has the minimum wage rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, they found the sweet spot. They're going to pay, get all the door trash orders moved out at 12, 15 bucks an hour. I mean, yeah. that's what I said to all the journalists they interviewed me when they interviewed me. I said, why do you think they did it? I go, they did it because... They want the trash out of the door. And, and you know, look, if you're paying 15 bucks minimum and if you're in the middle of Idaho with a 50,000, you know, headcount and 20 restaurants, you'll be happy to take that 15. Yeah. Although, right, the caveat is it's on active hours. So you guys need to figure that out. I, I want to like well, I I say, I, Sergio is being modest here. Like, Every art, like major article I read about this, it said Sergio from Raichu Guy says, <laughs> like, he was every major article, like, to the point you're like, I kept sending to them. I'm like, yep, you made it again. Oh, you made it again, Sergio. It's kind of, it's kind of I, why I, it's kind of why I was hoping he, I was hoping he, I was hoping he'd like plug himself a little. I was, I was waiting to see if he would at all. He didn't, he just went right over it. I know. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Oh, oh like, no, no, no. I... <laughs> It's he not about that, right? okay, so I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were in the New York Times. You were in the LA Times. You were in the Daily. Is it the Daily News? Daily something. Well, don't. Okay, yes, I mean, yeah, he... With the DoorDash, with the DoorDash, I was in Bloomberg, um, uh, Business Insider, um, TechCrunch, mm-hmm. New York Times. Plus the Associated guy. Press and anybody that picked it up. Uh, yeah, well, what happens? I mean, is that, you got like, local Times, San Antonio papers that I pulled up that you're. Yeah, but New York Times will like write the article, and then yeah. pretty much every other newspaper will kind of copy and paste it, and then put it on theirs. They get paid that way. Mm-hmm. So you know, or you just put the article into Chat AI and say, "Rewrite this for me." Well, thanks for the plug, Kim. Much appreciated. <laughs> Can so, we take a moment to talk about what those articles? don't address please man i i, I want to get the nitty-gritty out of this because so, i think it was a i think it was a big test to find yeah. where not only the sweet spot how low is that sweet spot so i read one of these articles on cnn and it they they passed this off like it was a fantastic thing for drivers like they're they're plugging some massive hole in the gig economy being the uncertainty of how much you're actually going to earn what they didn't say was they took away all transparency, the, the tiny little bit that we already have to take part in this, 
and you're the first one to get no tip orders. They made it sound like we were making a true hourly rate. At least most of these articles did. They didn't didn't address. No, I know you didn't because you know better. Well, the other thing, thing, by the way, hitting on your transparency point is uh, Nancy um, Luna, who's the business insider. She's a veteran at the business Mm -hmm. insider when it comes to the last mile delivery. She was at the announcement and she asked the um, head of PR there or head of marketing who was announcing this wonderful package. (laughs) um, You know, they made also a big deal out of that, the, the, the. Um, consumer can tip afterwards now. They're going to make it easier or they're going to prompt for the consumer to tip afterwards, like reminder kind of a thing, right, in the app. And then she asked a question to them, well, now can the consumer back to tip out as well, right? Ooh. Just like um, Uber Eats, Uber, you can yeah. do whatever. And uh, they didn't answer that question. Like... Uh, <laughs> Well, I think you can't, I mean, again, it's Zach, you can look it up, but that's been available now for months too, the being able to add to tips. And I think you can can take it away. There's nothing. You can't take it away. You can only add. Well, you you can. He asked the question. They didn't answer that. They said, uh, we'll we'll check back and get back to you. So they should have, they should have said, no, that may be in play now, actually taking it back out may be in play. now. So if you actually look at their website, they do allude to the fact that customers can tip bait. Uh, however, they have to contact support to do it. Mm-hmm. So it, in the past. yeah. So, and to the best of my knowledge, the driver is not out any money. DoorDash just takes the hit on it. If the customer decides to be a scumbag, well, I, you know, I, I think there was nothing new in the package, man. I mean, what's, what's no. new in that package? Nothing. It's funny because when we were reading through it, Zach and I were reading through it the other day, and I'm like, well, that's not new. That's that's not not new. I'm like, are you seeing anything that's new? And he's like, no, I'm not seeing anything. I feel like like like, all all eyes are on these documents now, and it's like every every once in a while, somebody like dusts off a line, and you're like, oh, I forgot about that, but it's not new. (laughs) It's literally them trying to figure out how they can spin a bunch of stuff and make it seem like it's brand new and fresh. Yeah. How can we make and cool? Yeah. How can we make stuff that is detrimental to our customers, drivers, and restaurants sound beneficial for everybody? Cool. Let's get a bunch of that shit together, spin it, and release it to the media. So why not just spend those people's time saying, "Hey guys, why don't you just get it organized?" And yeah, and then they create groups like Dash Roots that gets thousands of people to join up, and it's a smokescreen for something else. Well, I think the biggest, like you said, Kim, the smokescreen, and I think it's all a big smokescreen for any type of legislation to say, oh, see, we have a minimum wage. You don't need this new law. You don't Mm -hmm. need to pursue this. You don't need to pursue benefits. We pay ourselves. Our people are minimum of X, Y, and Z. Not saying that although they may have this minimum dollars per hour, you got to know those are going to be the worst dollars per mile. You know, there's, there's a saying, a really bad saying, we don't know what we don't know, right? And so if I'm if I'm a legislator looking to police the gig economy, if I see that if I see a bunch of articles saying, oh, drivers are now making a minimum wage, me as a legislator, I'm not going to step in and be like, hey, I'm going to look at, you know, doing this for the gig workers, because my assumption is it's already been done or already, you know, know, being executed. So that's not even better. I can take it one step further by just talking about it, but not really having it in every market they're going to get even more benefit of the doubt from the general public to say, 
Well, you know, aren't those ever, aren't they getting paid a minimum wage, even though it's only three or four states or only in a limited number of locations, they're going to get credit for doing it across the nation. Well, to add to your, you know, uh, point there on top of that, our customers are going to be less likely to tip because they think we're making minimum wage. Exactly. They, they think layers. we're right. They think now that we're making, you know, in, in my market, they're thinking we're making 15 bucks an hour, which is, you know, mm-mm. Like, I, I, I still believe there's some people out there who think you're making even more than that. A lot of people. Of course. Oh, well, you know what? And, and in the defense of good drivers everywhere, if you're doing it right, you should be making more than that. But I mean, even the but, bad right. ones, they, they, I think customers believe, wow, he's being paid like 30 bucks an hour to do this right. job. Like, come on, man. And yeah. he goes back Maybe. to what Sergio said too about the active time. They don't say about that. It's yeah. active hour, and you know it's active hour. Not only that, but you know, um, once you, you know, put the propaganda out, right, and then it just kind of it's like a wildfire. Everybody looks at it and go, "Oh wow, look at this! How cool is that?" But ask any consumer, do you know what active hour is? They have no idea. And most journalists don't know what active hours, let alone, yeah. you know, the consumer, right? So I mean, look, man, these are powerful companies. They have amazing PR machines. They pay, they pay millions and millions of dollars a year to do their job, and they do their job well. Um, you know, the, the, it is really the, like the David versus Goliath situation. I mean, you know, and then once in a while you find a bone and you try to go right at it, and but doesn't mean you know doesn't mean um, the reason. By the way, we we knew there was nothing new in that package is because we're in the industry, right. I mean, how many people know? I mean, how many dashers? Okay, by the way, the, you know, the Harry's interview will come out hopefully tomorrow. You know, the, I, by <laughs> the way, he's referring to uh, Harry, the rideshare guy, did an interview. Oh, Harry, with, yeah, Harry with Tony Campbell, Shue. the founder of the rideshare guy, with Tony Shu. Um, Tony Shu said there's 13 million dashers. 13 million. That's insane. On their on their books, so you guys know. Well, that could be since they started the platform and they just haven't deactivated yet. Those are all active ones, meaning they weren't. Uh, no joke. Well, so you, active you, doesn't you, mean you, they've done, you know. Right. I want, I was just going to say, so. I wonder what active there's means. There's so many that do five to ten it, hours a week. So you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, but, you listen to the interview. It's all going to be in the interview. But, you know, they, they, that goes down from things, making though. one delivery, you know, half hour a year. That's a dasher versus a full timer. You know. For for what it's worth, though, I wouldn't take a word that Tony Shu says with any grain of salt. Well, like, next Wednesday, next Wednesday is going to be fun. We're going to break down that the interview, don't we? <laughs> but Zach, but Zach, to to what Sergio's saying, wouldn't wouldn't it makes wouldn't it make more sense for him publicly to say there's less dashers, dude? It looks horrible uh, to say, yeah, we've got eleven million of these or thirty. Like that looks really bad. I, I guess I would have to hear more of your reasoning behind that before before I could draw a conclusion. Well, because we have a I don't want to talk I don't want to name them, but you got everybody will guess. There's a party specifically that does not like the gig economy to begin with. They don't want to hear about 13 million people who are on this specific platform who are some of the people yelling and screaming. Yeah, yeah but to your I, I guess to take the opposite argument, it also shows that they're an opportunity. For potentially millions of people, mm-hmm. so you know, in and if I mean, you want to like, go with that scar- argument, your, your point there is even scarier, dude. Well, right? That, yeah, we need another thirteen million. Come on, guys. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, it, it could almost be seen 
at least from my perspective as hey we're you know doing a lot of good things for a lot of people don't mess with us please like you know we got this figured out and you know of course you know it, it's a company in shambles yeah we yeah. try to get to that sounds like the, uh, the the phrase that pays too big to fail even mm. if, yeah oh everybody needs watch it's gonna be there's a this or a that it's gonna be some emron shit just watch oh you know there's money going there's a lot of things going on there we just don't know it yet yeah hmm. i don't um, think we know a lot of what's going on i think there's a lot of stuff that we are just not even privy to or even know what's going on there's back deals going on i think that okay. there's government stuff going on that I don't think we'll ever know the extent of it, but it's a little scary. Did you all hear about this uh, submarine? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know anything, man. We don't know anything. Not a chance. Did that submarine even exist? I mean, I don't know. Wait, what submarine? Yeah, exactly. What happened? (laughs) Um, But, okay, I know you guys talked about this a little bit last night. I am calling 100% bogus PR stunt BS, this is still DoorDash, that $10,000 gift crap can, I, can can suck it. I'm sorry. I didn't get it. Well, I, I didn't get it, <laughs> but um, I did do a, do a video on it yesterday, and there were two people that commented that they actually did get the $10,000. So, so I two YouTube it. comments that say they did means zero did. I also I also got no, somebody claiming they did. Really, I'm like, no, I think these people honestly were legit. Um, I just don't agree with how they went about it. I mean, I'm happy for the people who won, and I think that's wonderful. And congratulations on your newfound ten thousand um, dollars. But two hundred people, like, would that, like that's how, my how point. many million? How many millions of drivers did you just say? And two hundred thirteen. People? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, why not make it a hundred, five hundred dollars, so, and see how far you can make that go? So what? What was it? It was uh, ten ten thousand for what? Two hundred? What is that? Two two million bucks? What was it? Yeah. Like a hundred of them? Two hundred of them? Two hundred. Twenty million. Two. Twenty million. Twenty million. Okay, think about. I, is it? <laughs> I got I'm not, I don't know. Okay, anyway. I'm going to trust you guys. <laughs> okay, so let, let's... You should be on this. John's for, always fact-checking oh, oh, I, I got my calculator. For, for <laughs> argument's sake, let's just go with $2 million. I want you guys to think about this for a minute. How many orders could they bump up from a two fifty base pay to $5? Right. You know, two, $2 million? Yes. Boom. Uh, so it goes back to my crap dealing days. Don't Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, but think about how many orders they could they could you know pay a reasonable base pay instead of shelling out two million bucks to as a publicity stunt to a bunch of drivers. So maybe anniversary, bro. I mean, they can it can be their tenth anniversary, and they could do the right thing by you know thirteen million drivers. You know, I'm gonna play the devil's advocate from now on on every live stream I go on. I'm gonna be very. <laughs> Corporate friendly. Let's see what you guys do. <laughs> Man, I wouldn't worry about us. I'd worry about the comment section. You know, I need, I need Sergio. Did they? Do you remember if did DoorDash Dashers get anything like we did for rideshare when they went public? No. Even I like know. the, I guess they weren't that old. They went public yeah, fairly quickly, but. Well, they, yeah, but DoorDash wasn't even DoorDash before two thousand nine, before the pandemic, bro. So. Palo Alto Delivery dot com. <laughs> yeah 
By the way, the um, minimum wage is fifteen oh five in Minneapolis and fourteen something in Portland. So, uh, <clears throat> you know that fourteen something isn't going to get you very far in Portland. I can't speak gross, for Minneapolis. Gross, by the way. So you know, mm. gross. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's. So I got a that's question. the other thing these companies don't mention when they do these announcements. They don't mention active time and they don't mention gross. So I go, uh, any sorry. journalist with their, you know, they go, what do I take my $5 an hour cost out and active time? Let's say, okay, for I'm active 75% of, of the hour. What is that? $8 now? $6, $7, some ridiculous thing that you just lowered yourself to? So, like, yeah. hmm. so let me ask you guys this. How many hours of active time? Big other way around. How many hours of drive time do you think it takes to make an hour of active time? I think it depends where you are. I mean, yeah. and what time it is, and day of the week. Give me, give me a city and a time, and I'll take my best guess. Phoenix, Arizona. We'll say three in the afternoon, so like slightly after a rush. What day of the week? One Remember, day. this is John's hood. This is where he lives. Three so hours. He's know. <laughs> three hours. That sounds about right. That's close. Well, yeah, it's gonna be close. Yeah. Three to one. Okay. About three to one. I can see that. Yeah. So, it's fun. Sorry. Going. Yeah, so, going sorry. Oh. No, I was just gonna say I'm oh, just yeah. gonna go back to Bobby's um comment about, about, about the thousand. Yeah. Yeah, about the thousand dollars. I am literally I'm three hundred away from ten thousand deliveries, and I was thinking I'm like, ooh, maybe I'll get a bonus. I'm like, oh no, I think once you reach ten thousand deliveries, don't you get deactivated? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't grandma, you know. Grandma, they give you all these little milestones. Take you forever to get ten thousand on grandma. There, there's something else that I want to point out. So clearly, DoorDash was uh, picking and choosing how they want to use their their studies when they were pitching this information to the media. Uh, one of the articles that I read was talking about how the drivers in New York are making like seven dollars and eight cents an hour. And and I'm sorry if you're. If you're making seven dollars and eight cents an hour in New York City, you are not very good at what you do, and you need to go find something else. I don't know where you're living in New York City for that. Yeah, on the street. As I'm saying, are you, are you in a box, in, in the car, in the car. Yeah, right, right next to the scooter I deliver on. So it, you <laughs> know, I just found so tightly in the I, I just okay. found it interesting how they were, you know, so so opposed to this this minimum wage in New York, right? Which don't get me wrong. I don't think that's a good idea either. But now, because it benefits them, they're going to turn around and they're going to quote numbers from that New York study to to push this fancy new, you know, new hourly pay that they're doing. Yeah, but see the, how, how hypocritical that is. A week yeah, ago, they were, prices go to waste. You know, they, they were you know pounding their whatever to the wall, saying that oh, we don't want minimum wage, we don't want minimum guarantee, we don't want you know, it's going to raise the prices and this and that. A week later, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, now we have minimum minimum wage all over the country. So, you know, it's like it's they play the game, bro. You got to play the game. And then I'm like, um, you know, I, I really would like actually every gig worker to just once for one week really, really keep straight numbers and do not lie to themselves. Keep every single mile driven. Every ounce of gas, every cent of depreciation, every cent of maintenance that goes into operating a car, just for a single week, and deduct all that from their gross, 
I or, guarantee. Or even if even just keep it a little easier. Even if you keep the maintenance out, because that you can that's a broader number for the whole year. But I mean, well, like, for, if, I'm, I'm just down. saying, if you really want to bring them all together, make the challenge a little easier. Just let's even see what you what because I. I still get people who, when I ask them how much how how much they made or if we're in that discussion, and then they tell me the hours. What they tell me are the active hours. I'm like, bro, I need the on app hours. I don't I don't need the active. But even but this should not be even looked at hourly. Just to look at pure profitability side. I wish every gig mm. worker did it once, just once, and be honest with themselves. Yep. I bet you they'll all be shocked because I bet you they're thinking they're making double. On the net side, not the growth side, double than what they think they're making. Yeah, because I heard Sir, I, Sergio. I heard you make a claim on Show Me the Money Club this week. Um, you guys were allowing callers in, and that one caller from North Carolina, mm -hmm. I, um, she said that what what did she say? She she was pretty close to yours, but I was I was surprised. But I'm not like I'm not like oh that's wrong or blown away. But she said, what did she say? 70 cents a mile. So she's doing rideshare and she's like, that's what it she's costs. She's got a new me. car, right? She's got a newer car. 70 cents a mile is pretty decent for for your cost. If you're in a 22, 21, 22, 23 car, which you shouldn't be doing rideshare with anyway. Exactly. Because um, I was, I was kind of blown away by, by that. Yeah, on rideshare, your mileage is going to be a lot higher than delivery, obviously. But even on, on, on DoorDash or whatever, even multi-apping, whatever you're doing, you know, figure that out one week. You'll be shocked how little money you're making or how much you're actually taking home net. And most people are just doing it to pay their bills. And then at the end of six months, they got not much to show for it. And, and this is the gig economy at the moment, which is it is what it is. So... This is the uplifting section of the rookie. No, but it's just the reality. It's about, look, at 13 million dashers, 13 million dashers, they, are, they all think they're making money. Yeah. No, I think everybody should be. I'm, I'm surprised when people, I don't even care which one you use. I don't care what mileage tracking. I don't care if you're on stride, Everlands, solo. I don't care. But I hope you're using something. I hope you're doing something. Got Pen and paper. I hope you're doing something, something, man. Well, let me have one thing off the if you're just winging it, man, good luck. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure out gas. Has gas. I had an old friend of mine that I used to work with back in the day find one of my videos randomly uh, about a week ago, and he was like, "Hey, I just got activated on Uber." I was like, "Awesome, man!" So he's you know getting tips and tricks for my market, and uh, so he hit me up asking a question, uh, like using like speech to text or something while he was driving, and in the middle of him doing an order, I was like, "I forgot to tell him about mileage tracking." I'm like, "Pull over." right now and do this like in the middle of your order like it, it is that important yeah like it will yeah. save your bacon but yes. again honest answers like okay in the chat right now you know we have 30 people watching okay in the chat right now how many people honestly how many people use a mileage tracker every time they go out I like that Kim raises her hand. <laughs> Kim's I, like me. <laughs> I I do because it tracks automatically for me. But say, I've forgotten I in the past. And say I have an auto tracker. Like if if you need like if you're gonna if you're gonna do this seriously, part time, full time, I say invest in an app that auto tracks your miles so you don't even think about it. <laughs> And you just have to, like, at least with mine, you just have to swipe if it's business or swipe if it's personal 
and yeah. you, you you reconcile it every at least i reconcile mine every week but get an auto tracker because with stride like when i first started i'm like i'm never gonna remember this and i wasn't like i was so bad at remembering to start it and stop it get an auto tracker yeah and frequently the cost of those per year like if you drive and forget one day that you drive like 100 miles you just you know buying that subscription for the entire year you would have saved more money in that one day typically they're they're so worth well, it you yeah. know the worst comes to worst i mean seriously it's not about downer or upper or whatever how about this irs allows you 65 and a half cents most people take 65 and a half cents at the end of the year to do their taxes okay that's the standard mileage deduction how about you do you drive for a week put your money aside figure out exactly all your miles all of it right you you zero your odometer at the end of the week you have the number and you forget the tracker forget any of this multiply those miles by 65 and a half cents let's see how much your net is because that's why you're going to do on your taxes let's figure it out let's go yeah. i'll bet you yeah. most people will be like huh I'm like, yeah it'll be exactly <laughs> where like did it go yeah. yeah so one other last thing i want to say about the doordash minimum wage thing is that i think the last thing is that they're setting their old minimum wage by market so that they can come in lower than all these states are setting them at and you know and uh basically save money that way so that's what that's the reason oh i do too i saw the doordash minimum like we're all friends of solo here okay okay but in here in denver um they do have the hourly and the hourly on doordash is two dollars more than the solo guaranteed pay that's weird right I don't know. That's that's weird to me. So I have a question because I don't have earn by time yet in my market. Does it go by your state's minimum wage? Is that what it was? And then that's your guarantee. I'm hourly? confused because Ellen, you, we all know delivering with Ellen and Henderson. Yeah. She was doing some hourly. She even did a couple videos on it and she was getting some tips. Even they weren't sending her on the super long mile. No tips, which is kind of what I thought they'd do. Like, OK, now you're going to be you're going to do everything bad we want. But here, she was saying it's like X amount of dollars all the time. Here it varies. Like we have like a $2 range it can be in, depending on when it is. It's like $15.17 to like $17.27. Well, they, they still have peak pay with it, and you still get the tips with it. So I can see with peak pay it having that range, but there's probably like a minimum 11 or 12, we'll say. And then maybe they have $2 peak pay at some time during the busiest times of the evening. So now it's 14, but it's still plus the tips. But and they're going to figure I think they're going to figure out something that you make a little bit more minimum wage, including your tips. That's what they're I was going to say. I'm just thinking logically wise, it would almost have to be your state's minimum wage because then they would be under labor laws, correct? If they don't. No, because you're not an employee. That's why. Yeah. Right. That doesn't apply. And guess what, guys? So if, if California or, or not Cal, if anywhere goes to an employee model, not only are you screwed on that, not only will it just that we all know what the catastrophe, but don't forget that once you're an employee, I was just thinking about this last week was that all my years in the bar industry, don't forget as an employee, you have to claim all your tips, which will take away your paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually will be working for free. Kind of. I mean. Because if it if it if it's credit card tips, they're gonna just they're gonna auto deduct it. Like when you know, wink wink. Oh. When I was in the bar industry, I knew some people, not me, who didn't who never claimed cash tips. <laughs> 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 but you have to claim the credit cards. There's no way around it. 
I'm yeah, say that's, you have to. That's a record right there. <laughs> but the other thing, you know, the other thing they said in the announcement is that um, they said they feel bad for their dashers who take every garbage order, like every day, auto, auto accept kind oh, of. Order, fucks right? they do. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> that's what they said. I mean, if that's they did, they why and, did they and do and now they said they said they want to take the pressure off of those dashers. No, they don't. That's the opposite of what they're trying to do. I think think he's right. They want to take the pressure off those dashers, so they just deactivate you. They will never deactivate deactivate somebody with a 100% acceptance rate. But they lose that. Now they're going to push towards the minimum wage. If you accept minimum, okay, here, I take a poll amongst five of us. If you take by the hourly, do you think most orders that you receive are going to be basically low tip or no tip orders you're not going to care as much yeah well the, the big thing is gonna you're gonna oh, become I, more i don't know if he's asking what you desk. if you like what are you asking like what you think i'd get as an hourly you know if you accept the hourly you're going to work by the hour let's say your hourly right, is 15 right. bucks okay, okay for one hour yep is the algorithm going to send you a lot of low tip, no tip orders because you're on the hourly anyway? So get the trash out of the door because you're yes. on the hourly. You're going to take That's it what out. I assumed, but so, Ellen kind of was showing some different sides. So I've know, had maybe they mix it up. I've had a few people who who started out being very pro hourly pay on DoorDash, right? The the farce hourly, and as time went on, they came back and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore." It it got to the point where it was just like one two dollar tips, if if anything. But to answer your question, Sergio, if there's a reason that they limit how many people can be on earned by time and they, they know the kind of orders that are in their system. And if the orders are beneficial for them to have drivers on earned by time, guess what? You can earn by time. But if the orders are desirable for drivers, they're going to say you can't earn by time right now because we don't have any shit in our system for you to deliver. So it really just, you know, that's, that's actually, yeah. Point because you think about it, if you're giving people a bunch of good orders of tips plus the earn by time, they're going to be paying those drivers way more than they want them to pay. I think, you know, a big piece of that algorithm is saying, okay, earn by time is 13. We want our average earned by time driver to average out at 18 or $19 an hour. So they're going to spread those tips out to make everybody average out about 18, $19 an hour. Right. And if done correctly, the earn by time to, to your point can actually work out to be more than base pay would have. So, it's not beneficial for them to have those desirable orders and drivers on earned by time. Right. So they, they want it one way or the other. Right. They're, 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 it's ideally they're they want, like you, Sergio said, their ideal driver is a hundred percent acceptance rate. So earned by time, essentially for those hours gets drivers to what 90 something percent acceptance rate. Cause they can yeah. decline one order. Uh, I think if they're up to two now. Okay. But but that's why it started. Yeah. I think I read it somewhere, but did they say when all this was like the earned by time was going to be rolled out to everybody? Was it mid July? Did they give a date on it? Yeah. No, actually, what they say by uh, October, I think, is going to be nationwide. But they're they're rolling it out to many more cities now already. Uh, But I think that's October or November is going to be nationwide. We got to expose it between now and then. Hey, August 5th. Well, one thing I know is never going to come to California, so I'm okay with this. <laughs> part of, you know, part of the problem, though, is is the fact that people don't take the time to educate themselves. They they just like, oh, this is cool. You know, and they, you know, they don't get online. They don't read Reddit posts about it, like how big how of a scam it is. They don't get on YouTube. Million you reach. 
You know what I mean? How I, many of those 13 million dashers can you reach? I would say maybe 1% to 2%. No, no. 1% to 2% of 13 million is way above what you think it is. 1% to 2%. 1% of 13 million is... Spread around all forms of the internet, 130,000. We cannot even reach 130,000 people. And, you know, 90% of the people on the chat or whoever watches our individual shows are all cherry pickers anyway. Are all actually so, veterans. They know what the heck they're doing. So, and that's why I personally try to chat up other drivers when I'm out waiting for orders. Yeah. I would, you know, if, if I can get that dialogue going, I can be like, why are you doing that? Like, why did yeah. you take that order? You know, they can explain their perspective and I can correct them. If they're open so, to hearing it. If they're open to hearing it. And if not, I'm just like, fine. You know, but I mean, all we can do is try, right? Like e each and every one of us are in this to educate people. I did so, that actually the other day. I ordered Uber Eats. The guy shows up with an absolute beat up 20 year old trash car right mm. and you know he gives me the food so i go uh, you know do you accept everything he was uber eats order and he goes yeah i do i go why he goes well he goes listen this car doesn't take me much to run it's all depreciated already it's trash you know I'll just put the gas in it and go it's a tiny little car he goes i take everything in california i make 22 23 bucks an hour worst comes to worst with prop 22 right and then he goes why do I even, and then I do it like 10 hours on Friday and 10 hours on Saturday. I'm just going to make the most amount of money I can with whatever it is. He goes, I'm not going to sit here and wonder about this is a good one. This is a bad one. He goes, I'm out here to make money. I have 20 hours a week. I'm going to try to make 20 hours a week, period. So and with I'm that like, attitude, okay, that's, I don't think I didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. Say anything. That attitude is so backwards because that, that assumes that every order is profitable. Well, he's looking at 22, 23 an hour. Gross. He's, he's just trying to be active, basically. Yep. How much is gas in California right now in LA? Five bucks. Yeah, it's about oh. the same here. Oh. Actually, matter of fact, uh, Sergio, we just passed you here in Washington uh, being the highest gas price state in the country. That is really? crazy. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's getting, it's getting hefty again. It's hefty. And I was, I was complaining today because obviously Jersey Shore, 4th of July weekend. And they raised the gas for Fourth of July weekend, and I was complaining because it went up like ten, fifteen cents overnight. Yeah. I'm like, darn! And now I'm thinking about my gas prices. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I want to respond to to Bobby's comment here real quick. Uh, he said Zach, I tried doing it as well. Unfortunately, a lot of people love being sheep, and you know that's very true. But you know, if we don't talk to them, we reach no one. So, you know. I, like not everybody's going to be receptive to what I have to say, right? Not even, not even everybody on YouTube is receptive to what I have to say, but you know, like you never know. I mean, that one person you run into, they could, you know, they could end up doing something completely different and then they could tell 10 people and, you know, just maybe a chain reaction starts, but, um, you know, I mean, but more, Sergio's more than, more than rideshare, the delivery drivers have an opportunity to speak to one another a lot. Yeah. 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 Cause you, you guys are like often just, Standing there, all in the same place. Yeah, yeah. Start a discussion, man. But Sergio's right. You know, we're only going to reach a, a tiny percentage, a, a fraction of a percentage of people that actually drive. And I think that's why it's on us to, you know, be out there when we're when we're actually driving, talking to people as well. Yeah. So you know, but and the and if 60, they're 80 percent who are you know sixty five percent who are eight hours or less a week you're okay let's just take that out of the equation because we don't even need to reach them those people are just doing it for a little pocket cash to go out see i disagree that we don't need to reach them because the majority of people are limited part-time and when you 
factor in how many of those people are limited part-time, that's a huge percentage of the orders that get delivered. See, so let me, let me just make, so I know a lot of people who have full-time jobs here in Denver and then they do one, one of these apps. They're not, they never, they never seem to multi-app the people who do one day a week type thing. They pick a day where, you know, they just like to go out and work for some extra cash. And it's usually just weekend money. And whenever I try and tell them important things, but I don't even, I don't even hit them, hit them with the hard stuff. I'm just really basic. They're just like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a different mindset though, from what we're talking about. So, cause I can say like when I first started, I had a W2 and I did DoorDash part-time and I didn't have a dollar per hour. I didn't have goals. I didn't have any of that. Like I just was going to go out. I left the house for a couple of hours, maybe two hours a night, made a couple of bucks and put it in a Robin Hood account. And like, that was my, like, I didn't really honestly think about you know, dollars, but like, you don't think about that stuff. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't doing the math. You were just like, no, like you were just like, okay, I'm making a couple of extra bucks here or there. And this is my purpose of doing it. A lot of part-timers have a purpose behind it, whether it's a car payment, whether it's they're saving for a trip, like it's not so intense as what we think about it as like full-time. It's just a different mindset that people just don't think about because I was that person. We were all there at some point, but you know, lastly, and for me on this subject is, you know, if you look at the gig economy's evolution from 2012, let's say, because it's only 10 years old from starting a rideshare and all these other apps now around, um, I don't remember, I've been around, I've been on gig apps since 2015 on Uber, 2016 on Lyft, and then the other ones. This is the only time I can remember, you know, that gig apps are an absolutely perfect side hustle for a person with a W-2. Yeah. Because we are at the point that if you're going to do this full time, you better be ready to put your 70, 80 hours in to make 1200 bucks. Otherwise, you're toast. And to do that week after week after week is insanely impossible. It really is. So right now, they show you the money. They show you some bonuses on right here. Go take their 500 bucks next week, you know, because you don't care. This is complete side hustle, like absolute side hustle. So this and- is this Sergio. This is Derek, and he's an art. He's in Tony in my market. <coughs> Thirty nine dollars an hour on Lyft today. Great. That's what David Richard said. Drivers make thirty five active hour nationally. There you go. And I got a whole bunch of shit on that one. So. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, they have the data. You guys, you guys got to believe these companies at some point. I mean, you guys cannot just go willy nilly. Oh, I didn't make thirty five. Yeah, but there's two million of you. Like. Last week, I drove Lyft. I made $80 on active hour. I, I made seven, in seven active hours, I made 560 bucks gross. So I'm in LA. So now you add to me three drivers who suck at what they do and they only made $20 an extra hour, active mm-hmm. hour. So 80, 100, 120, 140. Divide that by four, that's 35 bucks an hour. So mm-hmm. all of us, I raised three people's average. So there is people who make the good money, and then they're raising everybody else's average. And these companies, when they put the number out, they're not going to fart it out of their butt saying to piss people off. They have the data. You know what I mean? Yeah, Xander's been at this for a while, too. He's in your market, too. You guys have probably met, right? Absolutely, man. Those yeah. are good. I, I, may, I, may, may I grossed three grand on 40 hours week after week after week in 2015, 2016 with shits and giggles, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. 
To make the same money now, you got to do 80 hours. You can still do it. Or, you put or have hours. multiple streams of income, not just gig economy. No, like, I'm just talking I'm just talking gig apps. Just gig. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're going to do this, like there are other ways of getting other streams of income, you know, opening up a Robinhood account and do dividend investing. You can, absolutely, you know, if you're creative, do, yeah. Etsy, do create an Etsy account that's going to get you, you know, create t-shirts on Spreadshirt. Like there is... Other ways of getting forms of income besides just the gig economy that can actually help you take but some this, of the yeah. burden off. Yeah. But this was just speaking to gig apps. But I, I need yeah. to switch. I need to shift gears here because you just hit Etsy. And I need to bring this up because I know people who do this or who used to. I don't think they do anymore. Um, but on Etsy, on Amazon, you can go look up Uber or Lyft and find beacons and sit and, and little things that look cooler than the ones that they make if you want to buy them and like spice up your car amazon uber and lyft are suing a seller for rogue rideshare signs right now and they're about to have this major breakdown on etsy too so if you're making uber and lyft signs right now stop halt <clears throat> read the article um it's in geekwire is it because uh, they're using the logos oh um yeah it's well it's also like any any even like breakage of the logo though anything that can even be no that's close enough i mean it is intellectual property so i get where the company is coming from it's just weird that they're coming so late in the game that's to do it. my point man why why 14 years later if you do it up front it's one thing but i don't know i mean i i, I used to have a couple bootleg uber signs <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know i don't know what that's going to solve because to be honest why don't they just put a, you know, why don't they just have the sticker and on the sticker have a QR code or something that people can walk up, scan and go, oh, yeah, that's my car. Like, if you're really concerned about that, do that because people can make, I mean, I've seen people write lift on a piece of paper and <laughs> stick it on the window and people get in. I'm like, it's like the Walmart version. If, 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 yeah. If you get into that car, you, you just. But it, what if luck? it's your car, though? Good that's luck. what I'm saying. It, it, let's say it is a lift driver. That's, they don't, don't have any beacons. I understand why the companies are doing that, though, because there is huge safety issues. Like if you're doing rush hour, bar rush hour, and you have bad ideas about, you know, yeah, uh, doing something to a hot girl or whatever, and, and they're super drunk, and you put a lift sign on your car or Uber sign and then have them come in, um, you know, uh, I mean, they do offer you the stickers, okay? In, in delivery, you don't oh, have yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah. In rideshare, you have the stickers, and in Lyft's case, you have something called AMP, which is a lit up Looks thing like that sits on your middle. dashboard, which I, I have, but I don't use it. Yep. But um, you have to, under TNC rules and actually CPUC rules, you have to have uh, on the lower right-hand corner of your front windshield yep. an Uber sign, and on the rear left corner of your rear windshield, another Uber sign. You have to have that if you're going to do rideshare. How many cars put it on? None. Not that I know of few do on the front so if you buy one of these signs that looks yeah. like an or let's say it just even doesn't have to be the logo it just lit up uber you know like with an led or something right mm -hmm. and if you want to go grab a girl from a bar and super drunk at three in the morning you're screwed i mean that's again be it just, it just seems late to the like samantha what was her name yeah. she was because she was the say my name campaign you know, when Uber did this, you know, you're going to have to say my name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dumbest, dumbest campaign. Very sorry for what oh, happened to the, cool. to the female, but the campaign was ridiculous. Yeah. Um,
But I mean, like, why not? Look in Europe, they have to wear um, a lanyard that has the, their TNC number, their picture, and it has an RF reader in there. So you know you're getting in the right car. Yeah. Can you imagine Sergio wearing a lanyard? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, ask, ask me if I, yeah, ask me even if I put the tag on my window. No, I, I have nothing on my car. I show up and the guy looks at me. If he, or if it's a lady, you know, I always put my window down. I go, please go check my license plate. I forgot my sign. And then, because I, it's pretty sticky. I don't want to take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on. I'm like, whatever. Be honest, Sergio. Did you wear a lanyard at, at Curbivore? I would love to wear that lanyard with my little, you know, yellow. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I would have no, I would have no problem with a lanyard if it had an RF reader and solved all the, solved so many problems. I, to be yeah. honest, these kind of simple solutions. I don't know why they don't happen. I'm, I'm, okay. I mean, it's not like this even costs much. This is just, if you're serious about safety, but um, speaking of safety, Uber team, I know it's been around for a while and it's not a gum, you guys. It's not, it's not, it's Uber not, it's team. not healthy. It sounds, so... <clears throat> it sounds like a gum to me when I say it fast. Uber team. Sounds Uber, creepy like... to me. It right. sounds creepy to me too, not gonna lie. But it's been around for a minute, but now this week, every sounds like a suppository. Again, just like the DoorDash <laughs> articles, it's blanketing the news. Every city. Uber Teen's launching, and it's just yeah. a toggle switch in the app. 14, 14 cities. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, okay, so everybody but John that he knows of has a kid. <laughs> that he knows of. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. <laughs> but would any of us let our kids in? And John, would no. you let if, if when when well, if one of my deaf yearnies? Uh, yeah. Nah, nah, not today's. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, but like, and I, I would never. I I've always been opposed to this. It's one of my biggest things about it about rideshare like and i love that they always did that there's your alarm. <laughs> there <it is. laughs> but i wouldn't i absolutely wouldn't let max my son when he was 13 14 15 not a chance but now even with him being a senior i still don't i still wouldn't let it not a chance no we get to I'm 17 18 i'm like ah, i'll probably See, not I'll but probably no never. not a chance only because and my son is a lifeguard he's what he's built he works out all the time i'm not you know he's fine but it's the mental development of somebody that age somebody much older with an author authority like zach's voice i'm like a predator <laughs> thanks for throwing me into this why, why stuff throw man <laughs> Throw me in the bus, why don't you? Well, I'm just saying you have a very like, like I bet your son listens to you on a first chance. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I bet your son orders Uber Eats without you knowing. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> well, he will now. And now that there's Uber Teen, he can do it. Yeah. No, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> My son doesn't have a cell phone, and he's not allowed to oh, use mine. Okay, okay, okay. So, so exactly, okay. Your son doesn't have a cell phone. Not a chance. You're letting him go in an Uber. No, not of course a not. chance. No way. You know, yeah, and I mean, so, who, who does right here other than me? Steve does, mm -hmm. or did? Xander does. Um, he's in the chat. Um, no, I'm talking on the group. Oh here. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. no, not me. I'll talk for the right here part, and then you guys talk about the Uber Eats part because they can. So they're first of all, they have to have a um, family account. Okay. Once the family account is established, then the teen between 13 and 17 can order a trip or Uber Eats. 
One. Two. The second they order it, the teen, the parent is going to get a text message saying that your teen is ordering Uber Eats or your teen is ordering a trip. There is no safety guard as far as the parent now going back to the Uber system and sending a text back saying, okay, or yes, or something. Once the text goes to that parent, the parent miss, may miss that text. What if it's three in the morning and the parent is asleep and the 15-year-old with the wild hormones wants to have a party, okay? Yeah. So they can order that trip. I don't want any 13 to 17-year-old in my car at three in the morning. There is no curfew on the ride share side. None of this is there in the app, none. So most of us at 2 a.m. are sleeping, or when we do sleep, we'd have our phone on either vibrate or off. The teen decides to go out at 2 in the morning. Great. They order the trip. Text goes to the parent. Uber is out of the loop because we sent a text. But there is no response to the system saying that it's okay for my teen to order the trip or it's okay for my teen to order Uber Eats. Now the teen is in a car. We also discovered in the small print that the teen now can turn that trip into a teen pool trip, yes. meaning they can go pick up a whole bunch of other teenagers <laughs> with multiple stops on that trip like without their parents thing. knowing what the fuck is going on. Excuse my language. Without yeah. their parents knowing what's going on. Can you Better hope that the driver doesn't have a deep voice, Steve. Yeah. The driver <laughs> has no idea what's going on now. And lastly, on the Uber, Uber rideshare side, the, the friends who are going to come in the car, now the driver has to revert back to the terms of service and make sure that those friends that are getting picked up along the route to a rave or whatever are between the ages of 13 and 17. So the original order doesn't have to be, and the parent doesn't have to get back to uber systems the teen is in the car at three in the morning and then the teen decides well now add a stop on the trip let's go pick up bobby add four add stop. let's go pick up jenna yeah i feel, I feel like their slogan problem. be great for teens horrible for parents uber teens. well but i, I think say, i, I mean like sergio like just hit on something nightmare. that sergio where's just the curfew how about curfew how about uber says systems are not going to accept uber teen orders after midnight or how about it just says we like always we don't accept uber teen no, or, or no, or or I mean, Uber, Uber systems could be easily set up for the parent to send a text message back because the team I, doesn't have that's the what I, That's form. what I was going to say. I fully agree. I say, you, you know, know send I mean, a message is... back, yes, or okay, or something, and then the team can order the trip or the food. Look, that seems like the simplest integration, and why wouldn't I have the control? First of all, I'm not going to let my kid, but if I did, I would want to be able to say, okay, I'm approving that before it's even able to be done, but... Obviously, Uber knows how easy that is. This is how badly they want money. They don't care. Well, they're, it's very smart on their part because it's a huge demographic, right? Most of these teens are not even going to be car owners. And when they turn That's... 18, they're automatically going to be adult users of Uber. And they're going to be on the Uber ecosystem from the 13-year-old all the way to 18 until they turn legal, you know, rideshare passengers. Very smart on their part. But on the driver part, it's an absolute nightmare. And the biggest nightmare would be, what if a teen decides at 3 in the morning, they're at their friend's house, they order $500 worth of sushi, the next day the parent is looking, what the F? I just ordered, somebody ordered $500 worth of sushi at 2 in the morning? And he yeah, didn't I, even have to approve. I don't, not, yeah. say, I don't like as a parent, I mean, granted, my daughter is sick, she's not a teenager, thank God, yeah, but as a parent, like, I, I don't like the fact that I get a notification 
after my son or daughter like you know you get the notification it. you get the notification before they order it but oh, I if thought you, you did the, it after no no if, if the phone is not available to you you're sleeping whatever is happening then what or, or if you're at work it's and you can't look at your phone approval yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, think they could easily put like an approval process in there that once it's approved, then order the food, then order the thing, or have a limit on wh how much food you can order, maybe 50 bucks or something. None of yeah. this is there on the Uber app, right? And Uber is going like, this is the best thing since last year. It's bread. crazy that none of that is there, because there's definitely, nope. I mean, none of it. Is it though? Out. I mean, this is what, every time we complain about something, it all comes down to the same thing. It's money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sergio just oh, mentioned that there's not as many drivers. I actually have that stacks. We've been talking about it recently. In 2017, 53%. That's big of 16-year-olds had a driver's license. In 2022, 25%. Exactly. That's huge. Uber I mean, notices that, that's, that's that smart. and they're like, hey, there's a whole, there's 75% yeah. of the population isn't going to even drive cars. Yeah, yeah I was not, talking to somebody just the other other day, talking about 18-year-olds <laughs> are just barely getting their orders permits and that yeah. was like, I got yeah. my driver's license as soon as I could at 16. It's yeah. funny. Real quick, Justin Sane said nothing good happens after midnight. I feel like Facts. my parents my parents said that to me growing up, like, all the time. Like, my curfew, even through, like, college, if when I came home during college, was, like, midnight. Because they always say, nothing good happens after midnight. You have to be home. So it just, like, reminds me of, like, growing up. And now I'm thinking, I'm like... You know, I kind of, now that I'm a parent, I, mean, I kind of agree. Yeah. Well, defi define good because I ran a bar and a lot of fun things happened after midnight. I believe it was ludicrous that said, sit back and watch the women get drunk as hell so I can wake up in the morning with a story to tell. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. So I, I questioned Sergio um, yeah. or Steve, uh, whoever wants to answer it. So with Uber Teen, like the rideshare side of it, the driver hopefully can opt out right yes oh thank gosh okay it's a toggle but, so you, you can opt out and opt yeah, in but, the next you know, time. everything starts with an opt out <laughs> just like uber pooled it we used mm -hmm. to be able to select uber pool which is the pool right over uber x it used to be two different preferences in my on my screen because yeah. on the right chair side you have preferences you can select which like delivery um uh, package delivery uber x uber comfort you know, you have all these things that you can select. Guess what they did? After six months of giving you the opt-out, now UberX and Uber Pool are commingled. What do you think is going to happen in six months with Uber Team? It's going to be, it's going to be all together. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. And and it you just know, puts the, the driver in a bad spot. Uh, Uber, I mean, there's nothing but trouble. And the problem with it is Uber just knew. First of all, if you drive enough rideshare, you know. At morning rush hour, you're going to get a whole bunch of kids waiting for you in front of the door. Literally, 10, 12 year olds. For them to take for you to take them to school right there's no parent i never took them on but i would always cancel and move on within a minute there'll be idiot behind me picking a 10 year old to take him to school in the morning somebody was doing it anyway uber said you know what now we're going to give the drivers who are breaking the tos anyway by doing these trips we're going to give him a little bit of a comfort because now under the terms of service the million dollar liability insurance is covered for Uber team, right? You still can't do anybody below 13, you know? But Yeah, that doesn't do any good, though, when you've got somebody who makes a false claim, right? And what happens oh, when that's absolutely. a child? All, you know what's going to happen, bro? Let me tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be one, some sick puppy out there, a pedophile, that's going to pick up one of these kids at 2 in the morning, a good-looking 15-year-old girl, and the shit's going to go down, and imagine that news now, right? And I know it's going to happen. They did 2 billion trips a quarter. Shit, of course it's going to happen. 
I mean, we just, I don't know if you know this, Sergio, but before Uber Teen even launched, I'm talking five days before here in Aurora, yeah. we had um, a 15-year-old girl get raped by an Uber driver. There you go. And then, it, and then it launches five days later. I mean, the, the oh, news wonderful. couldn't have been more imperfectly balanced. It was like, the biggest, are you yeah, kidding I mean, me? Yeah. I mean, horrible. you've got the family yeah, still mourning the thing, the events coming up, and you're launching Uber Team. Yep. Come opt on. out. Yeah, but I'm going to opt out if it comes to California. So. I mean, this is okay. So, oh no, this I was I was going for this. So, after look. In Denver, Denver's no problem. I'm I'm Denver's from Lansing, no Detroit. Chicago, Baltimore. Go there. I'm from Lansing, Detroit. I grew up around Detroit. You know, bang bang, and the, yeah. yeah, it's here in Denver too. I live close to Colfax, but it ain't it ain't worrisome. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> like Uber Team. There you go. But um, so but, oh, sorry, before spoken. before we move into one last one that we got, there did you see go. this comment? He's full of shit, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> They get see. I, here's here's my take, Kevin. Again, we we always we 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 talk about this, but they they get free press by just getting on and just blabbering about BS, man. You know, it's it never comes to fruition. It's like if any of you remember, where's Vtol? By the way, Vtol was supposed to be a hundred percent by 2023 in San Francisco. We are going to have these uh, uh, octopus electric, electric ver- vertical takeoff and landing vehicles just landing on every roof. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I don't think we're going to meet the deadline, so we have one Uber helicopter in New York. To me, like, that, that that actually sounds like, oh, DoorDash made the news. I guess we need to like put something in there. I agree. So, um, uh, okay. This last um, thing. This last thing. Are my different. eyes going bad or what? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying. So, Halo, Halo card. You know, luck be in the air tonight. Did you did you see this this upgrade for the Halo car or like what's now happening in Vegas? Halo card. No, oh, is that the uh, autonomous? They're going to come to you now. So they're not. Auto- I don't know if the, you'd want to call it autonomous. It's pilot driven, but they've removed every driver from the car. So if you're in Vegas and you want to rent a car for an hour or two or the whole day or whatever, and you want to go out to, you know, Lake Mead or you want to just do something off the strip and you're looking to get some transportation, uh-huh. you can you can order a Halo car. And they used to have drivers that came out and then they had somebody like Enterprise used to do and then they'd be picked yeah. up and brought back. But now they are completely driverless. They pilot the whole thing through um, uh, drivers who are sitting in a station. Oh, okay. So they're, they're literally driving the car like a video that? game. <laughs> and they drive it right to you. And when you're done, you just, you just hit end. And wherever huh? it is, they pilot it back home. Oh great! Yeah, I mean, I don't, know, well, I don't know if I hate this because I hate autonomous, but I don't know if I hate this. So they're yeah, using a controller. When one hits you, you will hate it really bad. Well, so, or or I'll be getting a lot of money from Halo. But they're using oh, a I... controller to control it remotely. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how well does that the, work on submarines? Delivery robots. A lot of the food delivery robots are are controlled by pilots. Yeah. Well, and yeah, when something goes wrong. Well. 
just because I don't know. I, was, I guess I was just thinking about what a pain Vegas can be. And some there have been times I'm there for days doing a laser <laughs> show or something. And I need Love a car for that. a couple hours. I would like this. It's pretty cool <clears> that I can just like get out and go, okay, I'm done with it. I don't even have to park it, man. I'm leaving the no, road. Man. Done. <laughs> more, more convenience, baby. More convenience. There you go. Yeah. But I mean, again, this is not rideshare, guys. This is to rent a car. You you are renting it for Was this company you said Halo? Halo? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's halo.car too. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. It's interesting. It's not autonomous, you know. It's not autonomous at all. I, th- I bet you autonomous is better than the pilot driven one. Cuz you have a 2-ton machine getting controlled by a joystick. I'm like, I'm not sure about that. What if the joystick <laughs> breaks, too? It doesn't go up and to the left good enough? Imagine that. Wait, this you... is inverted? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it can only make right turns, man. Oh, man. That's funny, bro. <laughs> um, worst comes to worst, our sons have jobs. They can drive these things, you know, if they don't do anything else. They, I mean, it's, they're what, good they, at the it's what they're telling the truckers they'll be doing in, a, in five years. Could, and there's definitely not you imagine? Jo- jobs for that or any kind of call. And they say they're going to make twice as much to sit in these call centers and drive electric trucks. It's, yeah, right. Oh, okay. That's another uh, horse before the whatever. That's like, yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know any of this is going to be any good for the country. I'm telling you this right now. For the country, I said. I didn't say for people. I said for the certain people, it'll be great. For the country, you know. I, I literally believe everybody that does interviews that matter, CEOs, whatever. I, I think we have to have a new standard of you. You have to be hooked up to a lie detector during your interview. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> you you just have. One. You just have to be. Otherwise, imagine you're not allowed one, to imagine do the interview. one yesterday between Tony Shu and Harry. That thing would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the sweat beads coming down from their head. It would just be so fun to watch, dude. I'd almost pay to watch those. I, I, that would be great to pay per view right there. <laughs> I, Kim, I wish we could have played the interview, the, the, the clip from the 10,000 yesterday, because it seemed like the most disingenuous thing. Like you could see his eyes darting back and forth. Right. Like he was clearly reading a script to thank drivers. How hard is it to be like, it is disingenuous though. Like, yeah, but like, how hard is it to be like, Hey, I genuinely appreciate you guys. Uh, You guys have been on the platform the longest and we, this is our way of showing you how much we appreciate you. Boom. $10,000 bitches. Like how almost, hard would that I, be? I almost, I almost see him being this kind of hard, Zach. Like he's sitting there, and they actually have a speech there. Like, say, say you're thankful. He's like, <laughs> like he can't, like, he can't say t- nice words. He was like sitting there, like a fucking gremlin, man. Like just like <laughs> eyes darting all shiftily. It was like we want to thank. Thank you for this. your. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this? Guy? Tony. Tony Shoe. <laughs> No, I've got nothing. <laughs> you watch the interview, you're gonna respect this guy. Let me tell you something. He's he's like, no, I'm not. He's like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking his interview talent. That's yeah, he he's like starting this script off like, dear grum, uh, pe- peasant, uh, dashers. <laughs> Like try to just get it right, you know. Dear peasants, do as I say. <laughs> Dear people that made me filthy rich. We're taking you know, top dasher status away, place. but you still need to achieve it. We just don't want you having the title top because you're not. 
Like, <laughs> there's nothing that's pop what I about expect. Just come on, be honest, dude. Just lay it on the line like the old oligarchs did and stuff. <laughs> like, be honest. You know, just I think I really think there's something to be said about this. I think my idea about um about putting people in a lie detector would be genius. You know, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about political too. Political yeah, debates. Yeah, yeah. Boom. I'll pay to that watch that. That could be a reality show all in itself. <laughs> I'll pay to watch that. I mean, it could kill the two-party system. If we agreed to this, it could kill the two-party system and it would make you run on your own merit. Oh, yeah. There used to be, and I don't know whether, Steve, you might, or this is probably for Steve and Sergio, because I think this was like late 90s, maybe early calling 2000s. Us old. She's calling you old. I know. Now, well, I'm calling myself. Well, you called it from her old memory, though. So. I mean, you could have more experience <laughs> or something, you know. There were there was a TV show that that, that they took a t- like took a couple and they did a lie detector test on both of them and like they were revealing the truth of their relationship. It's oh, like the same thing. I yeah. heard this show. It, it it ruined people's lives. I remember this. It show. did. It, it <laughs> ruined people's lives. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the outcome they're asking they're asking the questions you want to know but you really don't want to know the answer to <laughs> you know what i want to see i want to see doordash do a their own like reality show where it's like top dasher but like they do like the hunger game style you know <laughs> just let them like duke it out for like top dasher you know forget forget top dasher it's top dasher you know it's yeah. like it, people just like sunday 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 like duke it out style to duke it out to the death right the death. Yeah. and then the smart ones can come in and take the good orders all right that's what i want to see that's an idea can be like a pilot gladiator style or is that too old too oh no they can do some gladiator shit yeah yeah they're gonna be some like bumper car shit bump them out of the way you know Tackle them in front of the restaurant. That nah, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> just so, goes running up, drop kicking someone. Good, before before I wrap us out here, you guys. Um, Come on, man! Need to talk- it up? It's only like an hour and thirteen minutes. We That's do these things do. two and a half hours. What's wrong? With no, you? no, 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 Show me the money club. <laughs> oh, you're on the top. We're on the clock, people. Watch out. Um, but I want to talk about, especially because Sergio's here and because this just came to fruition. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but I'm glad it's happening. But um, on August 5th, we're doing the um, Para Summit. It's the Para Roundtable Summit. It'll be in Wash. It'll be at the Wash Park Grill in Washington Park in Denver, Colorado. It's free for all gig workers. It's free for... Um, we have politicians coming. Sergio is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Stephanie V. Hill, who wrote the legislation here in Colorado that we talk about all the time, is going to be there. We have union delegates coming. We're trying to get more political parties from both sides to tell their stories to come. Are the um, sellouts got... coming? What's that? Are the sellouts coming? Mm, I don't know. But if the here's the thing, dude. Like I think you and I talked about this. If the sellouts don't, let's just get some of the other party from the right to explain what the what the viewpoint was. Sure. I mean, because the right will come and explain it anyway. I'll like, sure, dude, I, vo- I voted for it. And they'll be open about it. And they'll say, here's wh- or I voted against it. Here's why. Okay. And then I guess we'll just put two and two. De- We're going to invite them, but we'll put two and two together and say, well, you just must be thinking along these lines. If you if you committed your vote and then didn't the Sounds day of. Sounds good to me. I mean, I would hope uh, they would understand that threat. Like, you guys should be there because you should you should want to defend this, you know? 
I mean, in fact, I'm hoping Sergio's gonna. I'm gonna stream it. I'm hoping Sergio's gonna stream it to the ride. I'm hoping we all stream it. This is like an open invite stream. Yeah. Come in and stream it. Let's have it be everywhere. We stream it everywhere. You know, because this is this is a big deal, and it's not. And I I don't know if it's been done before, like especially since the pandemic. We haven't gotten to a room as drivers and all these different sides and talk to somebody who wrote a piece of legislation, who's been a gig worker, who understands us. Well, I understood the pro side. I just could not understand the, the not even making it to a vote, right? So right. if well, there's somebody there to explain that to me, then I'd be like... Well, I think we know. It's the sellouts. I mean, they, well, they made it so it didn't even go to the well, floor. Why? why is the question like, why? Well, my guess is DoorDash or Uber or I whatever. say one of the companies got a hold of them. Or they're just no. big sponsors of their of their campaign. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll, well, I guess we'll find out because the point of a town hall is, I'm, you know, we're not there to. I don't know about you, Sergio, but we're not gonna. It's not about arguing. Oh, it's no, about no. hearing everybody out. No, I got. I mean, like, I'm, I'm gonna enough there. points to for facts to not to not to debate. This is not a debate. You come right. talk to your piece. I talk my piece, and then everybody else decides. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. That's kind of what it is. It's like you know, and the mic can just be passed around to anybody that wants because. Look, everybody. Sh- if if we're not all talking about all the sides, we're not going to accomplish anything. For all, and if we all agree with everything, cool. But nothing will get done. You know, well, we need a room of people that don't agree with us. Yeah. Well, also, you need a you need the legislatures who are writing these things. Um, uh, you know, I'm not looking for a job or anything, but you know, they need people from the industry to talk to before they write any other stuff because what they write is just not good enough and what they write brings immediate rejection from the other side so you need to have people who literally are doing the work and know the rule know the law to help them write these things then maybe they can find they're still going to get rejected anyway but at least we'll have more of a common ground because we really know what we're saying as drivers and legislatures don't they just listen to something somebody somewhere and then they just do it and i don't think that's good enough that's why they're all failing that's why it failed in minnesota that's why and in not in denver denver it failed because of the two sellouts what was his name and, and I, I was just going to say to you sergio you and i both know we even both said if, if this doesn't pass what will i said <laughs> like it yeah i, I mean it, yeah. literally like dude if this because this one wasn't even about money guys this yeah. is just about like like and I'm going to just say human rights, just human rights, dude. Like if you're going to be doing work, look, I mean, transparency and not just for the driver, for the customer, customers, too. the customers see it too. That's actually, what... Steve, actually Steve, one of our viewers contacted, um, I have it. I have the letter. I'll bring that letter with me. Um, contacted Priola's office and mm-hmm. his, his aide said that the Mr. Priola was very concerned with the privacy issues of the victim especially when it came to unjust deactivation part right the transparency part was wide open i mean there's nothing there to hurt anybody mm-hmm. but when it came to unjust deactivation you know uh, part of the bill they said we don't want to you know drag the victims okay through court systems and things like that we don't want them to relive the same situation if an uber driver assaulted a woman or whatever right the rebuttal for that is, did you read 
the safety report, Uber's own safety report from 2017 to 2019 to 2019 to 21 is about to come out. The sexual assaults were exactly 50-50 on the platform. It's on their paper. 50% of the time, the, the driver assaulted the passenger, and 50% of the time, the passenger assaulted the driver. Yeah, so pretty... if you're protecting that 50%, what about the other 50% that is the driver? Mm-hmm. about that no yeah because it's in their report it's not my number so just just so you know when you mentioned priola too this is very strange to me guys i actually follow politics pretty closely call me a nerd about it i don't know but i actually do i i try and stay away from the crap stuff but i try and focus in on what is important but priola ran here in colorado as a republican he was elected as a republican i heard he, he changed to a democrat after he was elected and i'll tell you in all of my research of politics i've never seen that happen i didn't know you could do that like if i run as a republican i didn't know i could get in and go just kidding i came in undercover i'm a democrat psych (laughs) that sounds a lot like the russian coup we had this weekend you know like what is that i mean people are electing you based on this stupid two-party system so i mean what are you doing it almost is like trojan horse like you almost just yeah, falsely brought it. yourself in under all these crazy pretenses and now you're like, like hey, i'm just or he's a republican that's like claiming to be a democrat so they think they have votes they don't have <laughs> and then he pulls something like this priola's like, no priola's the one that. we want priola you are challenged to be at august 5th there you go priola yeah we could put him in uh, top will not, dasher. You will not get yelled at. Nothing. We just want to hear from you. We just want to hear from you honestly. Not a not a one minute press conference with two radio stations that you know. None of that. Just come in. You can leave right after. We'll, we will safely escort you to and from a car. You won't be hurt. <laughs> but we just want to hear from you. Just that. We want to hear what what made you do this, and maybe there's a good reason. Maybe heck, maybe you'll show up and explain it, and we'll go, oh. But now I got it. Yeah, but I mean, show up. I mean, you haven't made a lot of statements. Show up. You know, that's all I got to say. Um, but th- uh, that's a wrap, you guys. Thank you, everybody. I want to thank Sergio and Zach for sitting in tonight. Thank Kim, obviously. Thank John. Um, I saw John. By the way, John dropped another. Uh, or he dropped a Walmart video today that I watched right before we started. So um, new piece of content from John. Just so you guys know, you, I've said you. it before. I, I haven't done Spark. He got me to sign up. I'm on a waiting list. I'm normally not. I'm on Flex, Amazon Flex still and Spark. Those are the two waiting Spark lists. Spark waiting list is known to be kind of purgatory-ish. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, um, but you talked me into it still a few a ways back. But anyway, because I wanted to stay away from it. But um, to this day, I'll tell you guys, and I've said it before, like, if you want to, like, John does some good dives. Like, when I started Shipped, all my content I learned from John, everything. I didn't even look at other channels. Um, so he's, you know, you. I mean, there's some there's some niches that, like, I do a lot of curry stuff. A lot of people come to me for that. Like, John's pretty good at these not, you know, he's not just, he's done some DoorDash stuff, too. But, I mean, like, if you want to learn about some of the other apps... And I know Zach is always putting out amazing content. Zach's, Zach's like the editor master of like our, oh, I feel like of our space. You're kind of like mad editing. Yeah. And I know how, I know how anal he is and how, how late he'll stay up and he, will, <laughs> he doesn't sleep. He's I got, do not. He's got a kid. I get it. Um, Kim, same thing. Kim works 24 hours a day. 
I call her the James Brown of the she works industry. like 27 hours a day. Right. She's created hours, yes. And then Sergio is the voice of the community in so many ways. I mean, I can't tell you. I bounce things off him in text, you know, like all kinds of things. He's just, you're a wealth of knowledge. You're always welcome here. We love having you. And Thank uh, you for having me. Uh, can I ask Zach a question? Yeah. Do you have a date tonight, buddy? So, <laughs> thanks for putting me on the spot. Uh, that was supposed to be earlier, and we rescheduled. Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, we got priority over here. <laughs> She's probably watching this, going, "Nice." This yeah, is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Control Alt Delete." I changed my mind. <laughs> lose my number loser <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, we're we're hoping this weekend so supposedly she wasn't feeling well i'm gonna Happy give her the benefit of the doubt you guys so. until next week be safe Earn Happy fourth. Happy fourth. oh happy fourth of july oh. happy birthdays to the birthday people or any birthday people that have it coming up between now and the fourth yeah, uh, make sure thing. to catch Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sergio and Chris will be on Money Hungry yes. on Wednesday. So they'll be joining us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was can gonna you say, imagine don't, all don't four forget. of us together? What could go wrong? Don't One forget hour. Don't forget to catch Show Me the Money Club. No, we don't have it on Tuesday because it's on 4th of July. Well, so we're okay. taking but, a week off. But on Tuesdays, not this next on one Tuesdays, because of the holiday. Yeah. But next week we'll be on with the Cincinnati Bengals punter who was doing DoorDash oh, yeah. nice. and paying it forward. The Ohio State I, graduate. Nice. Yes. I actually <laughs> interviewed him right before I came on here for Behind the Wheel, which is going to be on next Thursday. But he's going to be on Show Me the Money on the 11th. But next, uh, Money Hungry, we're going to be on the kids' show, as I call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim called me old, you know, anyway. So, I am not that much younger than him. You're not much older and, than younger. And uh, than we're going to dissect the Harry and Shoe interview. I think we need popcorn. Bring your popcorn. I was saying, Bring I think we popcorn, need popcorn. Baby. Oh, is, baby. Is Harry going to be there? Uh, Harry, no. You should you should have the four of you and put Harry in the middle, but mute him. Just kidding, Harry. You know we all love what, what was that show? I talked to him after I watched the video. Um, I said, you know what's going to happen, right? He goes, I know, yeah. Like, and then he goes, uh, it's all right. He goes, I'm used to it. I'm like, okay. Got all four of your hosts yeah, who are just itching, just itching at the bit to like take a bite. Okay. You have to finish with that top dasher. You I, you know what? Your voice is great with that top dasher thing. You want me to, you want to say it again? Voice, yeah, yeah. voice work. <laughs> top dasher. See, See if your kid's yeah. in the back yeah. of the yeah. car, yeah. you're going to be scared by Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. You'd, you'd be like, ah. Like, <laughs> this is why Uber Teen should not exist because of <laughs> Zach's voice. Everybody, thank you. Be safe. Earn smart. Have a happy holiday weekend. We'll see you back here next week. All right.